0: Hello, everyone. Hope everyone's having a blessed day. Um, let's get started with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you for this blessed and joyful day. We thank you for the grace and mercy you, you supply us with. We thank you for the ups and downs of life. But, Father God, we ask as we partake, partake in this word, as we always say, whether we're reading it or hearing it, please help us apply it to our life. Help us to make a change, a true change, even though we say it every day, but we will like a true change. And I know that's truly on us, but help us make that change. Help us give us strength to do it in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Okay. So, like every Sunday, we got a new memory verse, song 63 and 3. Because your love is better than life, my lips will glorify you. Because your life your love is better than life, my lips will glorify you. I think that's simple enough for us to learn. We're gonna go through it like we do every week, and we're gonna break it down and we're gonna do it. Um I recited verse of the day, Romans eight and five. Those who live according to the flesh have their minds set on what the flesh desires. But those who live in accordance with the spirit have their minds set on what the spirit desires. Topic. Everything is renewed in God. Affirmations. I'm going to say it and pause behind each one to give you opportunity to say it. I am renewed. I am not in control. I'm loving my life. I'm placing my thoughts on what's above. Renewing our mind is a process we must do every day. I know what you're thinking. I already have a lot on my plate. Now, honestly, we all do. We, we all do. But some things in order to accomplish, we must be people that are dedicated and disciplined to accept this is what we need. One of the things we need every day is a renewed mind. Like I always say, what? What I say on these devotions are from the Holy Spirit and my personal life experience, that I have experienced in my walk with Christ. It might not work for you. Then again, it might will. But the first thing we must understand is, is when we apply the word of God, we will see change. But we must be dedicated. Colossians 3 and 1 says, then you have been raised with Christ, set your hearts on things above where Christ is seated on the right hand of God. This verse here is the main verse of the ideal of renewing your mind. In order to do this, we must set on things above, not manifesting things, but on God. It's good to have a positive attitude, but that won't help us to be renewed. When we place our thoughts on God and what he has done, even heaven, our mind will be raised to peace. No, I'm not saying forget that you have bills due or you have troubles But what the Holy Spirit needs us to understand, when you place things in front of him or bring it to him, you will find peace. Romans 8 and 5, those who live according to the flesh have their mindset on what the flesh desires. But those who live according to the spirit have their mindset on what the spirit desires. See, you can think that worldly things will help us spiritually and vice versa. It won't happen. But when we apply the word and we truly do what it says, we can live a life of renewed mind. When, when we was in the world, and that's what we thought about was the days of the world. But now that we are saved, we have to take all our anxiety and depression and place it in front of God. God desires to elevate us, but he can't elevate us if we are still pushing every button on the elevator. No, we must wait patiently and allow the spirit of God to take us to whatever level he wants us to go on and go through the process until we stop and wait on him. We will never get to the floor or level he's trying to take us to. Allow the Holy Spirit to take control of you. Verse six and seven, the mind governed of the flesh is death, but the mind governed of the spirit is life and peace. The mind governed by the flesh is hostile to God. It does not submit to God's law, nor can it do so. It tells us right here, when our mind is governed by the world and by what we think and not allow God to place better thoughts in us, we would never have peace. But when we slow down, we allow our peace to stay on God and the spirit And in the spirit, our mind will find peace in everything we do, and we will find that we are walking more in his will, not ours. The reason why some of us are having a problem of finding peace is because we are seeking peace in people, in things, in our own will. We are Christians that are seeking a part-time God. And when God wants to be in our life full-time, in order to do that, we have to allow what, what he wants to reside, but in the front seat in our lives. We obtain renewed mind by one praying, two, reading and meditating, three, thinking about our thoughts, four, releasing control. Before we allow a thought to stay, we must cast it down, not let it ponder or let it stay. No, no. As soon as a negative thought comes in, immediately rebuke it and let it go. Refuse to concentrate on it. That's what what Paul meant by casting down imagination, second chronicles, second Corinthians, sorry, 10 and 5, casting down imagination, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalt itself against the the knowledge of god bringing every thought into captivity into the obedience of christ don't give those thoughts any opportunity to become as as essential to take up your time bring your thoughts to god we do this by saying in our head god i don't want this i rebuke it I send it back where it came from. Even words that are spoken to us by loved ones or friends can cause us to spiral emotionally out of control, but we can't allow what others say direct us. Only what God says direct our thoughts and minds now. Last but not least, release control. We are no longer the only ones making decisions in our life. Our life belongs to God, and that even means our thoughts. When we place our minds on God and we place our minds in his hands, that means whatever that shouldn't be in there, we must hand it over to God. Now, that is going to take time to get used to, but every action, every thought needs to be directed to God and allow him to give you the power to say no or to rebuke. Today, if you feel that you keep having these thoughts that are weighing you down, ask God to show you how. Ask the Holy Spirit to step in and he will. He will show you what he wants from you and how to have a better renewed mind. A renewed mind doesn't happen with a snap of the fingers. It takes a while to learn how to, and once you learn it, it will come faster and more under control. Prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for today. We thank you for loving us through all our thoughts and actions. We ask, Lord, that today you help us understand how to be renewed in you. We Want to learn how to please you, Father, in our lives today, please come in and direct us, show us the way. Lord, we rebuke anything in our life, any depression, anxiety, bitterness, rage. We ask you to cleanse our mind from all the wickedness. In your son Jesus' name. Amen. So today's topic is called Everything Is Renewed in God. We is nothing in our life that should be a great surprise when we're walking with God. Um, We should be a people that um, ask God every day to help us to plan our day. Not that we need to ask God, oh, what color shirt I need to wear? What color pants I need to wear? Who do I need to talk to? Who do I not need to talk to? No. Which he does care about that too. But realistically, when you talk to God, you want to make sure that you tell him, whatever you want for my day, show me. Plan my day for me. and He would do that. And when he do this, also asks for a renewed mind. We're talking about a renewed mind. And honestly, people don't cover this topic a lot because it's a touchy subject because we're in this movement and in this stage in in, in this, guest generation of life that everyone says you do what you feel. You do whatever your emotion says you. If you feel this way, you do this. If you feel that way, you do that. But when you're walking with God, that does not matter. Because if you allow your emotions to dictate to you, you won't never pick up your word. You won't never pray. You won't never meditate. You won't never do anything God asks you to do because the flesh is always going to be against whatever's subtle. I remember when I first started praying, everything in the world came in my mind. I mean, it doesn't matter. It could be the smallest thing that happened. It could be anything that I had an argument with, someone over. It, it, it didn't matter. That came into my head. But as I grew in God and and the Holy Spirit and I I placed my mind with him, every time I pray, I ask the Lord not to empty my mind, but to help me to release anything that's in my mind. And another thing that I did was as I pray, if anything came up, I had a piece of paper. I wrote it down because the enemy will will bother you during prayer because he doesn't want you to sit study. because our biggest and greatest weapon is prayer. And if you get a Christian by themselves and all they have is time to pray, you have a Christian or a believer that's on fire for the Lord. And so you take those things. Let's just say he says, okay, you forgot to do dishes. Write it down. I need to do dishes. Oh, you forgot to pay a bill. Okay, I pay a bill. Okay, you forgot this. Okay. Someone's mad at you. I write it down. Whatever he threw at me, I wrote it. So after a while, he stopped. Now I'm saying he don't attack me now because he still do. But that is one way to disable your thoughts of wondering, oh, God, I forgot the, the dishes are, oh, I forgot this, or, oh, I'm out a fence point. No, put it out of your mind. At that moment, you make it one-on-one. I had a business meeting Friday, and I left my phone in the car. When I got back, I had notifications. I had text messages, missed calls. Why? Because the phone is a distraction. And I made that moment, the meeting that I was in, a one-on-one thing. I did not need that phone. Even when you're on an airplane, they, they let you have your phone, but to a certain, I think at a certain time, they make you put it up or something. You have to be able to put your phone away, put the things to the flesh away, and concentrate on God. Because that's the only way you're going to have that connection to renew your mind. Because how can you renew your mind if you're still strolling through TikTok? Well, I prayed. I'm just going to sit here and stroll through my phone. No, put your phone down. And concentrate on Him. A renewed mind comes when we put forth the effort to make God our everything and everything after. We cannot expect God to be a full-time God. Supplying us with everything when we make Him a part-time God. You see what I'm saying? It's like signing up for a job and they tell you, you're going to be full-time. And then after a week, they say, you're going to be part-time. Next week, you're going to be full-time. Next time, you don't know what you're doing. You're, You're... You're... You're confused. That's what level we're putting God on. Okay, this week I want you to be full-time. This week I want you to be part-time. Okay, I want you to be part of this. I want you to be part of that. No, make him a full-time God and leave him alone. Let him direct your steps. Let him renew your mind. Okay, we're going to go on with our first reference verse. I might make that the topic instead of everything is renewed in God. Let's change that topic right now. And we're going to make it. A full-time God, not a part-time God. Yeah, let's make that the topic. Full-time God, not a part-time God. There we go. Because that's what we need. We need a full-time God, but he can't be full-time God in our life if we're not allowing him to be. Amen? Let's go to um, Ephesians 4. <clears throat> excuse me, go to Ephesians 4. If you have your Bible, go to Ephesians 4. Okay, go to verse 23. To be made anew in the attitude of your minds. We're going to go on to 24. I'm going to to add that. And to put on the new self created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. I didn't know that was a pause there. Um, I guess I should have known, but um, I did not. Okay, let's read it again without no distractions. To be made new in the attitude of your minds and to put on the new self created to be like God in your true righteousness and, and holiness, we can't be our new self if we do not try to put on righteousness and holiness. We must try to put on holiness and righteousness, and when we do this, we are walking in the light and able to do this. All of this are steps, so I'm, I'm gonna go back over these steps real quick. Enable in order for us to walk in the light, okay? That's step one. We must hear from the Holy Spirit. Step two. Step three, we must put on righteousness and holiness. That's step four. In order to walk in holiness and righteousness, step five, we go back again to hearing the Holy Spirit. These are steps. And it's not a formula. It's not something you have to do in order. But I'm showing you these are things that you must do to be able to have the renewed mind in Christ. To be able to have that new attitude. We must put on the new self. Take off our old self. Take off the old mind. Take off the rage, take off the bitterness, take off the anxiety, and put on true righteousness and holiness. You cannot walk in righteousness and holiness if you're still bitter and have rage. You cannot walk in righteousness and holiness if you still want to keep on your old self. No, we must be like a butterfly in a cocoon and shed that old to become beautiful butterflies in God. Okay? We must walk in the Holy Spirit. In order to have a renewed mind. Okay. Let's go on to our next verse. Which is Colossians 3 and 10. Go to Colossians. Chapter 3. I love the book of Colossians. It's it's probably one of my top six. Seven. I love Colossians. Okay. Go to verse 10. And have put on the new self which is being renewed in knowledge in the image of his creator and have put on the new self. This goes back to the last verse. The last verse told us in order to have a renewed mind or a new self, we must be created to be like God in righteousness and holiness. This verse here is telling us that we have to put on our new self, which is being renewed in knowledge in the image of creator. We have a new knowledge. We step in new knowledge. We have, we used to have the knowledge of the world. Oh, how much this costs or how much this is and buying all these other things that we shouldn't buy and doing these things that we shouldn't do. We had knowledge of the world, things that we shouldn't know, but we know because we walked in sin. But now that we have a new knowledge, which is love your brother as yourself, treat others the way you want to be treated. Love God with all your heart, all your strength. OK, let the words hit your mouth, uh, let the word, let the words of the, uh, the Bible not leave your lips. These are new knowledge. So we don't need knowledge anymore. Of how much drugs cost. OK, or how much this costs to watch this. We, we don't need that anymore. We have renewed knowledge in the image of this creator because we put on our new self. So when you walk like it's almost like walking in new shoes. When I have my new shoes on, or I buy new shoes, I don't want to walk in any dirt. I don't want to put them on when it's raining. People can tell you, you won't see me in my new shoes. I have a certain pair of shoes I wear and I don't wear them when, when it's raining because I don't want to get them dirty. I don't, I step over the puddles. I make sure I don't get it in dirt. I make sure I don't go to the gun range in it. I make sure if I'm going to playground with the kids, I won't wear those shoes. I'm particular because they're new and that's what we must be when we put on our new self. We don't entertain the things of the world. We don't watch things like that anymore. We don't listen to new things because we got our new self on. We're trying to be righteous. We're trying to be holy. Do you see what I'm saying? Be renewed. Be new in God. By doing this, we're walking in the spirit. You see? Okay. And the reason why we do this, verse 12, Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourself with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. We're supposed to be that. That's what we're supposed to be. When we walk in the spirit, we become kind. You're kind to people that you normally not. You have humility. You're gentler. You're, you have more patience because you're no longer so angry about things that you have no control over because God, you realize that God is king. He's over your life and he's allowing you to live and breathe. And whatever he puts before you, this is what you're supposed to do with. So you no longer are these anxious, angry people. We are no longer angry about anything even says, verse 13, bury each other and forgive one another. If any of you have grievances against each other, when you are walking in the light and you become a new person, you realize that you have to forgive others. You realize you cannot hold on to bitterness because your bitterness will affect your anointing. It will affect your calling. It will affect your relationship with God because you're being bitter. Everything has steps and levels and we must walk according to those things so we won't affect our relationship with God. Okay? Um, I think this is number 14. It says in all, in all, in overall, these are virtues put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. When we're walking in the spirit and we're walking in a renewed mind, we are covered in love because we're no longer are selfish. We're no longer just looking at me, myself, and I, and this is a doggy dog world. Others might see it like that. And honestly, it possibly might be true. But when you're a child of God and you have a renewed mind, you are walking in love, you are putting on love, and you're binding all of it and you're putting it on and you're 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 spreading your love abroad. You're helping people. You're loving people. You're feeding the homeless. You're doing things that you're supposed to do because you're walking in a renewed mind and you have a new self. And you're walking with a full-time God and not a part-time God. And he's directing your mind. He's directing your steps. See, when we're renewed, we have a closeness with God. We have a relationship with God. And that's what we need to build on every day is building a relationship with God, not building a relationship with this world, not trying to fill our pockets with gold and money. And yeah, money's great. You know, I'm not going to lie. Everybody needs a little money, more money in their pocket. But your main focus isn't money. Your main focus isn't liquor. Your main focus isn't, am I going to get high tonight? Am I going to drink tonight? No, your main focus is, am I going to spend time with God today? Am I going to go outside and read my word? Am I going to pray? You know, even though I'm going through, I know he's right there. So I I wonder, do he he want me to meditate? Your mind is focused on things above. And that's how you achieve a a renewed mind. We must get to the point where we're no longer worried about the world, but we're worried about how can we get closer to him? Because the closer you are to God, the better you can hear him. Because when we draw near to him, He would draw near to us. And when we do this, we become renewed. It's such a beautiful thing to be renewed in God. It's such a a beautiful thing to have the peace of God reign in our life. But he can't do these things if we're not allowing him to do those things. See, what what happens is, let me put my phone down real quick because I'm reading these verses off this phone. See, what happens is, is that when something happens in our life, we feel like, okay, I need to figure out what I need to do. What's next? And so when we do this, we get to the point where we forget that he's in control. We put ourselves in the driver's seat. But what we have to do, and I know it's hard. When we have a problem come up, don't think about, okay, what do I need to do? What's my next step? When we're walking in the light and we have a relationship with God, we go to God. God, what's the next step? I know you have a plan. Show me the plan. If I misstep, show me. If I I thought wrong, I heard you wrong, I'm sorry. Show me. We all make mistakes. We all slip. But in order to achieve a renewed mind, in order for God to direct our steps through our worst days, we have to be able to let go of the reins and allow him to be a full-time God and show us how to renew ourselves how to direct the situations because some situations it it gets out of control and I'm going to be honest with you I've had days where where it seemed like everything's out of control but I had to stay grounded and know that the mindset I'm in now the walk that I have with Christ he has me through it all and whatever I'm going through he's going to show me how to get through it whether I started a problem or whether this is what he has placed on me. We have to start trying to renew our mind every day. It's a process. It's a daily thing. Just like denying ourselves. Must deny ourselves every day. Must ask for God for wisdom and knowledge. Because a lot of people say, I don't know what to pray for. I can give you tons of things. <laughs> pray for wisdom and knowledge. Pray for a renewed mind. Ask God to help you carry your cross daily. Ask God for the spirit of discernment. You want to do those things at all times. Those are the things you want to pray for. I just gave you five things. If you need more things to pray about, let me know. I will send you a list of things that you should pray about. But let the Holy Spirit guide you. If you can speak in tongues, speak in tongues. Let the Holy Spirit speak for you and be an advocate for you. I pray you all enjoyed this devotional. I certainly enjoyed this devotional. Remember, I love you and have a blessed day. Remember, Jesus loved you. And remember, I love you too. Have a blessed day.